0: We we'll sit out here to do a story. They'll do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water. Has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. In a city the size of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? I really, no, I really want to get some bad ideas in my head. I just cookies need love
1: like
2: everything. <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of
3: government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, uh, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. What's the
4: purpose
0: of the experiments? To stimulate the pineal gland with resonant operations. The pineal gland? Why? Dr. Pretorius believed
4: the pineal was a dormant sensory organ. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, that's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just
1: not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff.
4: Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory.
0: car. Good point. Man lives in the sunlight world
5: of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. A place that is just as real, but not as darkly
0: as brightly lit. A
5: Dark Side <laughs> Welcome back To Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy This is Decent This is Martins This is Dying.
3: Did it Fuck yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking nailed it bud <laughs> it,
5: Finally Alright so this episode we're talking about Dolls from the Dark Side The movie from 1990 <laughs>
0: Stephen King, originator of Pet Cemetery. Arthur Conan Doyle, author of Sherlock Holmes. Michael McDowell, creator of Beetlejuice. George Romero, director of Night of the Living Dead. Now, these four masters of everlasting horror. Bring to the screen, four tales of overwhelming terror. (laughs) I warned them, but they wouldn't listen. Tales of diabolical fate.
4: You promised you'd never tell! Ah!
0: Tales of ghastly revenge. Grow, O light.
2: Rise, O light. Come forth, O light. Open his
0: eyes tales of ruthless evil that cat has killed three people in this household i don't believe this kill it bury it and bring me its tail tales from the dark side well that just about takes care of that doesn't it come live the nightmare of your choice Tales from the Dark Side, ah! the movie. Which
5: has and, a crazy um, cast. Yeah, 1990. Uh, Weirdly, it, it, it's this is this is a, a a sort of an anthology movie. I want to talk to you, with you guys about a lot. I haven't got a chance to do it yet, and I was kind of waiting for Halloween. But I was like, fuck it. We you know we this, we play this show by ear, by ear. So. Right. Like, yeah, I like, this is know, one we've
1: been trying to do for a couple of weeks too.
5: Right, 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 right. So, um but yeah, let's 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 talk about um Tell us from the Dark Side. So from what I've heard is that you guys haven't really watched any of the Tell Side from the Dark side the show.
3: No, I haven't. Correct, and I actually did see this movie again, probably fifteen years ago, and forgot about it completely. Good. So, <laughs> Good. On, the, on the rewatch, I was like, "Oh fuck, I know what happens here." I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, okay." It was all coming back to me. I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that's what this is." Yeah, Lord I, knows I, what I,
1: I was confusing with. I'd never seen the show or the movie until today, and just you know, just watching little clips of the show earlier before what I could find.
2: Right. 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 Yeah. What about uh, Jane? Yeah, I'm the same man. I I, uh, I remember hearing about it, but never watched it. Um And um I felt like um, the movie was a lot like a TV show, you know.
1: Yeah, I got that vibe too. That's when, yeah.
2: I, um, that's when I started to get what it was. I, at first, I was a bit confused, you know. Yeah, there's
5: nothing. But, uh... Uh what tells me the dark side is that there's not an actual like there's no narrator really there's, there's there's usually just like uh sort of a um twilight zone sort of opening speech and then the show will actually happen there's no there's no cryptkeeper the show yeah you know right so to have like debbie harry be debbie well, harry and like you know, uh joey lawrence's brother like sort Ma- of like matt lord's about to get eaten yeah <laughs> oh <Jones. Yeah. laughs> uh, like and, like them talk about stories from a book that's also mm-hmm. named "Self in the Dark Side." On the book, uh, it's different. So you know, if you didn't, it, the thing is, though, I think this is most this is the most ex- sort of like easy anthology to get into because there's no past references. There's no nothing besides like the music at the beginning, which has uh, it's like the it's like a newer version of "Self in the Dark Side," like the, the, the theme song. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that. There's nothing you can just jump into this movie. And you you don't have to know anything besides this was an anthology show on TV from 1983 to 1988. 88, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think it's like it's
1: like 90 episodes over five seasons.
5: Yeah, it's like four. It's like four seasons or whatever. So oh, you, yeah, don't look, you may be right. There's no, there's no, there's nothing here. So you can just jump into this and just have a good time watching this anthology. So very much well, like I'm, what of a creep show.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently it's it's yeah. I in the trivia that. It's like even by Tom Savini, it's kind of considered like Creep Show Three. It was supposed oh. to be that for a long time. But they had something came up with the, the name the the name rights and all that shit, so they decided to rename it as a TV show. And then the movie they consider to be like Creep Show Three. Apparently a lot of the people who worked oh. on the first two creep show worked on the show and I yeah. think the
5: movie. Yeah. Well, this was supposed to be um well it's a, there is a creep show three. Um if you guys are, want to be masochist and watch <laughs> you can go ahead and do that i mean you know god bless you you know holy wafer in your mouth or whatever go ahead but like that's a pile of shit uh mm-hmm. what, what yeah that, i didn't know there was a
1: third i didn't know that i this show that came she, out that's a legitimate
5: creep show three it's garbage huh. but you can watch it if you want to there's no like there's no ghoul in that either there's no crypt keeper or whatever he is called None of, not even the goofy, stupid uh, Thompson <laughs> fucking character from fucking part two. Um, none of that's in there. It's just a, it's, it's a bad anthology uh, from the like late '90s or whatever. Watch it when I was a kid. I remember all, all of it. Yeah, whatever. Bad, but yeah, it's very bad. Well, but a little we- little trivia here. I was
3: seeing that the the cat from Hell was supposed to be in Creepshow too, but it got scrapped because yeah. of budgetary reasons. Well, that's right, right. fucking wild. Okay, well that completely explains. <laughs> why it well, felt thing, like creep show
4: the, the
5: thing is though um i mean this is so, so this is created by george A. romero the man the godfather of zombies god you mm-hmm. know night of the dead dawn the dead of day of the dead uh he created this show he he, he wrote and directed the first episode trick treat of in the dark side the tv show and um Savini has a part in a couple. He's, he has a part in the show as well. In the closet, I also believe he has something to do with uh, Halloween candy, which is a really great episode. Uh, but um, yeah, there's 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 a there's a weird sort of like half and half half and half here, right? With old school stuff, you know, sort of you bringing in this new blood in a way, and. Um, it, it, it's, it's interesting. there's a lot to go through here. Like, so like, even like you know, Debbie Harry being in this, Debbie Harry was an episode of monsters, which is monsters in is evolution, sort of like tell dark side. Tell the dark side. The dark side it sort of, it, it ended at, at 88, but um, no, it ended at 88, but then monsters started at the same year and has also has three seasons. But in, within that three seasons, Debbie Harry makes a cameo in one of those sh- episodes. Oh, right. So, on. They brought her back and put her in this I mean besides her just being Debbie Harry and Debbie Harry's fun to watch on screen at least for me um it's cool to have her back and this movie also I will say um it made a lot of money back in 1990 I mean it was made for 3.5 million dollars made 16.3 million dollars back then a lot of cash so it was it was a successful sh- uh, a movie so um but um yeah there's a, a lot of stuff you guys can go in behind the scenes with I'm' I, we're not one of those shows. We do a little bit of deep dives, but not too deep. You guys can do your own thing, but um, it's a it, it's a curious thing. The show was uh, it's fun. If you guys go want to go back and watch it, uh, Monsters is fun. I think Monsters is on Shudder. Um, you can pick up the entire series of Tales from the Dark Side for really cheap, which I I bought mine at Walmart for like twenty bucks. It's like and that's four seasons. Uh, the quality is bad. It's like when I when Join Joanna cool. bought me. Um, uh to Zone the series, the 80s series, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. He bought it for me for Christmas one year. And it's 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 shit quality. So I mean right. like but like you know the thing is, you know, we have like um a bunch of amazing directors in there. William Freakin directs a couple episodes and shit. It's, it's awesome. You know, there's some cool stuff in there. But like uh it's 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 weird. There's some there's some sort of like uh licensing issue say not bring it to high def it's all standard def it's surprising and, they
3: didn't remaster like, yeah. it i i i am blown away by that considering the the cast and the you know the staff right. you think that would be would have enough power to like be like yeah absolutely i enough traction a, to get it remastered
5: C- i think it's cbs i think cbs is a big problem cbs is, mm. has not given people certain licensing i mean you know we watching because like
1: talking- everyone's trying to put everything on a streaming platform now it seems right. like you know
5: yeah. But we Which make, uh, I could uh, not what,
1: find this uh, on anything. I'm oh, sorry, but go ahead.
5: I was just gonna say. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Dave.
2: Was this a cinema release or straight to video? It's this movie. Oh, yeah, it this seemed is like in the a. Theater. theater. This is a the
5: theater. Oh, yeah, it whoa. actually
1: did pretty well. It said it was a <laughs> success for Paramount Studios.
5: Yeah, this is a, this is a this is a, uh, a wide release. They made a lot of money.
1: Okay, I mean, cool. the cast is what blows me away. Fucking Julianne Moore, Christian Slater, um, Keira Cedric's brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But I um, mean, yeah,
1: it's it's got a crazy cast for it. Yeah,
5: yeah. You got, you got, you got, you got Ray Don Chong in here. Man. Oh, God,
1: I love Ray Don Chong.
5: Uh, you got what's his name? Uh, you got James Remar from the Warriors in here. I mean, there's a lot of great, great actors in here, and uh, they all do a really good job, you know. So you got William Hickey. Did you see me? Yeah. The, the dude from New York Dolls in here. Right? He's the guy who's the assassin. Fucking the guy. hot, hot, hot singer. <laughs> Buster yeah, Poindexter yeah. From, from New York Dolls. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a big group of actors and kind of actors, but like it's it's a big Musicians thing. Musicians too. Yeah, and it made money, man. And and, and you know what? I will say that uh, uh, escape. Uh, escape. I will say, um, uh, Tales from Side is it looks amazing. It's it's great quality. It looks, I watched, I, I rented it, and it looks awesome. It, it's fantastic on HD. The print holds up, and um, yeah. So, and so so all right. Before we get into this, whose first time is it for this movie? Mine. Yeah, me too.
2: I uh, I couldn't find a, uh, a a copy available to rent or anything anywhere, so I had to watch a, a VHS rip on YouTube. Oh okay. But uh, that's why I said that, but um <clears throat> wasn't too bad. But also, um just before uh, Mike goes, did did you know uh if the T V show was available to stream anywhere?
4: Man, it I've been on-, on
2: YouTube
1: all day trying to find you know, I found like nine minute videos, a lot of oh. review videos, but not any fucking full episodes really. There's all
5: there's also stuff on YouTube where it completely or decatur- I can't think of the word right now, but like like it, the the categorization is wrong too. It's like they'll they'll post videos of like "Tales from the Dark Side and it will be Tells from the Crypt episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've like, noticed oh, that too. Okay.
1: Or Twilight That's, Zone. Uh,
5: yeah, and it's like if you if you find something, it'll get, It's like Mike said. It's like I get like three minutes of an episode, and like what the fuck? Like what is this? Like why? No, you I mean, if
1: the, you know they always say like twenty videos. So I'm like, okay, if this is the whole episode and a few short videos, that's <laughs> right, cool. Right, but right, it's right. not. It's <laughs> just a bunch of random ah. shit.
3: It's garbage. Yeah, and one of them I watched the the uh, in the closet one, Jeremy, that you recommended. Yeah,
0: that's what
3: um, I tried. that is pure shit, man. Like so, it's super pixelated, and they have needs to be, more JPEG, more <laughs> JPEG, bro. We need more, <laughs> yeah. And they keep shifting the camera like they intentionally keep shifting it every second or two, so it's like fucking with your head while you're watching it. And they skip around <laughs> in the video, so like the copyright uh, bot doesn't like pick up on the fact that it's copyrighted. <laughs> and I was like, man, I can't handle this for another fucking episode. Right. It's just, this is the horror of it is literally the format. I couldn't fucking deal with it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You guys, can pick this thing up really cheap though. You can pick up the entire series really cheap on DVD. Uh, Dane, if you want to, Tron, if you want to.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna uh, check that out. I also want to get the what is it, the Freddy series you told me about?
5: Oh, well, don't get the Freddy
1: series. Or, no, which one did you tell me was good? The
5: Friday the Thirteenth or something? Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth is good. Friday the Thirteenth, the series has nothing to do with Friday the Thirteenth. It's awesome. Right,
1: but I, you told me it's a pretty fun series. It's a great.
5: Yeah, it's a really good series though. Yeah, definitely pick it up. It's like uh, it's a pe- it's people that own. Uh, well, it's. Two siblings who uh they're like uncle River left, they, he dies and they, they leave they leave them their antique shop, his antique shop, and they go there and it's all cursed antiques. And it's cool. It's like a, it's like an antique curse of the week. And it's awesome. It's a lot so of sick, fun. Pretty sick premise. It's very cool. Yeah, it's a we've got a great intro too. But um, yeah, Freddie's Freddie's Nightmares is uh the only reason to watch Freddie's Nightmares is to watch it because Brad Pitts in an episode. That's cool. Before became Brad Pitt, which is you know whatever you want to do, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's it's, it's like Johnny Depp in the original Freddy movie, right? Right? Oh, yeah. Right. right. Um, but But um, yeah, also, I told you guys tonight provisions of uh, provisions of science is awesome too. It's it, it kind of is a spinoff of the uh, the '90s uh, Out of Limits show, which is really cool too. Which I think is you that can,
3: on anything that's streaming. I is think personal? you can find
5: those. I think you can find those on YouTube. Hmm. So, and if anybody wants to watch Twilight, uh watch uh, uh, Outer Limits, 90s uh, Outer Limits, if you guys are a big fan of that, Prime does have those, because so I've been watching those on there, and sure. they're all, they're still awesome, they're, they're a lot of fun, so, but, <clears throat> anyways, let's get into the movie, let's, uh, we should start with Lot 249, and uh, who wants to start talking about this thing?
1: <laughs> uh the, well, uh, first of all, I love how it start, starts off with Debbie Harry, like I said earlier, just trying to fucking eat Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> that whole opening, i was like, well, here we go, Blondie's a fucking witch now, you know? <laughs> Which seems, on screen, seems to work, yeah. Her and, her and Stevie Nicks both now. <laughs> but
5: uh Casual about it. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm not really a big fan of stories. Uh, I gotta eat you like, i gonna cook you in like 20 minutes, man. Like, come on. Yeah, you, i am yeah, just read these stories, and, and they're all horrible fucking stories. Like, <laughs> kid, you're just, just burying
1: yourself <laughs> even further here, giving her more ideas. <laughs> yeah, keep eating <keep> <laughs> those actually, chips a
5: lot. Casually K- says
2: I'm about yeah. to eviscerate you. <laughs> 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 like, a full this,
5: pink, like Four Innocent
2: five, looking five, little kid.
1: Yeah, well, she's gonna see if he's got a heart of glass. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Mike with the puns. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, but I, I The first one's okay.
1: fun. You, like the, the it's, it's it reminds me of like um, you know, I know this is based off like an older story, but uh, it reminds me of um, an old kind of you know the old mummy movies from back in the day. You know what I mean? The whole vibe and how goofy the fucking mummy looks, but still cool. <laughs>
3: now i don't know about you guys was uh, the volume control in this thing was fucking garbage dude it was rough
1: i watched it on paramount plus and yeah dude like i had my tv up to like 30 and i've got a nice tv like it's got good speakers in it you know yeah and um yeah it, it, it was weird it was all over the place
3: I was cranked to ninety and any time anyone was talking it was like I could barely hear it. And as soon as there was like any sound that was coming in as far as like music or anything goes, it was just like about to rupture the speakers.
5: <laughs> I, like, yeah. all I, I all didn't have that the, many problems Subtitles, that. Well,
1: it would. They didn't. I tried to. I watched it on Paramount Plus, and they didn't have an option for subtitles.
5: Yeah. Well, I I rented mine on a PS4 network, and the audio was great the whole time through. I got a sound bar too. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, that's
1: that's my next purchase for sure. I
5: always put on subtitles either way. So, I mean, they could talk to Joanne in the car right next to me in the past. You see, I, I can't fucking, I can barely make it. I have to look at her, like, look at her lips. I'm like, okay, I got what you're saying. But, like, but, yeah, I've never had any problem with the audio. Uh,
3: well, uh, sound but, bar you know, is the fucking, my dad gave me one which was busted, which I don't know if he was fucking with me or not on that. It was some kind of sick joke. <laughs> but <laughs> I literally hooked it up, and it just started making all these crazy sounds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. But, yeah, dude, sound bars is...
5: possessed. It's possessed, wrong
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yep, out to the trash.
5: Uh, but this, I, I think this episode, this segment's awesome. I think it's a lot of fun. I think uh, Buscemi's very young with some nice some no, flappy hair. and uh... Yeah,
1: they're just haircut. That's what I was going to say. It looks so, it just looks so weird on him. It does,
5: but it's funny. Um,
4: it's not it. enough, Upside I just watched in. a
5: movie with uh, Christian Slater, who is also a white privileged person in that movie, <laughs> and now I'll watch another movie with Christian Slater, who's also another white privileged fucking piece of shit in this movie. Still so, doing his
1: best, Jack Nicholson.
5: I, I thought, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, <laughs> eating potato chips and watching like basketball or some shit. I don't know what he's doing, but some game. I don't know. Yeah, it's. it's I, I it really, uh, no, go ahead, Dane. And so it's that
2: fucking, um, it's that delay, man. It fucks me up. <clears throat> but anyway, um, I started enjoying it when, uh, Steve Buscemi turned up and it was sort of like, uh, it seemed like a, like a poor man's, um, oh, Herbert West, you know? Um, oh,
5: yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Of
2: that sort of tone. I thought that at first, you know, like I'm, I'm sort of unfamiliar with the whole series and, um, I wasn't getting the tone of it, you know I was like this is a sort of bit bit of a trashy horror movie eighties mm-hmm. movie sort of vibe, but then I, I sort of uh got it that it was like one of those um throwbacks to old like a based on a on a t v series which seems like to me that it's um it's sort of a homage to all those old horror movies and old tv shows mm-hmm. I completely absolutely agree. yeah is that is that, what the, is that what the tv show was like looks sort of I like the old
5: twilight zone yeah and they, the, they, all, they uh, all kind Night, of have Night, the same Night thing. gallery something like that yeah like, yeah, whole, like yeah. you know like arise oh light arise is the is work? the
1: series like that too jeremy i'm sorry is the series like that too yeah
5: the 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 show is the show is goofy I mean, it's this goofy anthology episode. It, it's it's all, it, you know, It's you know, I, I said it before, it's created by George a. Romero. It just, he just created, like, he created the show from things that he loved when he was a kid. And, you know, George Romero was a lot old enough, to, obviously, and he goes back a long time. So he just making fun sort of homages to a lot of stuff that he liked when he was a kid i mean this is i I, for me i think this is one of the most perfect anthology movies because like it's just it's all a throwback i mean besides um the the cat the Mm -hmm. cat from hell which is based off a stephen king short um i think a lot of it's a throwback uh, yeah,
1: things. the first one's based on a Arthur, Arthur Conan Doyle story, mm-hmm. Lot too. That's a, that's a big throwback, <laughs> you, know? So, yeah. you know? And it definitely that. gives me that vibe, like just like Dane was saying. Um, and like I said earlier, just kind of that old-school horror movie kind of feeling to it. Well, it's blodier, one of those things
3: that's like... It's than that.
1: Oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah, once, it's, it's once that mummy gets pissed, that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so it's ripping off limbs and fucking it, everything.
3: It's just great. It's one of those plot lines that just like... Something really crazy and supernatural happens, and their go to move is just like pretend that nothing's happening. They're just like, I'm just gonna go back to sleep and close the door, pretend I a mummy didn't just fucking reanimate in front of me, basically, and just we'll see where this goes. No bringing authority into the situation. Well, I mean,
1: I think that's what Bushimi's character wanted. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. I guess that's the point, huh? Well, because like he conjures it basically. Oh, oh yeah. do you know how to read hieroglyphics or whatever? And then he proceeds to start reading the fucking hieroglyphics. Oh. <laughs>
5: I mean it's even filmed like that too like this scene where like christian uh, with chris uh, uh with Slater's going down the stairs in the dark with like it's got this like noir lighting where like the mummy's coming up one way and he's coming to the stairs the other way and it's like it's okay. very like yeah. sort of like classic horror movie stuff yeah
1: and even whenever the mummy comes back to Vishimi's room later and like the lights get turned off and you, it's him with the flashlight it's just got that whole old feeling to it, it so yeah but it's still fun I really like the segment. Yeah, like it's Julianne Moore's her first screen debut or first feature film. It's beautiful, beautiful woman. Oh, yeah, she, she is drop gorgeous.
5: And ballsy. Like she has like, like almost nothing scares her until the to the point where she's gonna get fucking killed. Then she's scared, but flowers
1: stuffed in her like, back. I was like, "What?
5: in her Whoa. back? Pretty good. Was yeah, that
2: like, was that like um bravery or was that terrible acting? Because I had a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> Like, a, a mummy turned up in her house, and her mm-hmm. face was absolutely stony. Like, yeah. Right?
1: And then when she watches it walk out the door, it's like, oh, that's the mummy. That's the crazy. Oh, it's like, uh... Yeah.
3: <laughs> she's sitting in a bloody house where her boyfriend just died, and just seems to be able to handle that really she's well. Like,
5: she, calls, <laughs> she, like, calls her brother, and is like, bloody handprints in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and she's just like, hey, brother... You got some time off? You come over, hang out, but, uh, like,
0: I'll be over there. Be over there.
5: <laughs> I guess Man. it is in keeping
2: with those <laughs> old movies, though, you know. But yeah, I, I like, agree, Dane.
0: Because
2: she's a good actress, you know. <laughs> of course,
1: but I mean, no, it's her but, first picture. So, like, you have to get into that.
2: I, I, you <laughs> know, with the graininess of the copy I was watching, I wasn't sure if it was her. I, I thought it might be, but I was like, "What the fuck?" Like <clears throat> shit she, you know, the mummy turns up. She's like. Her face is, just doesn't even react, and I, I'm like,
4: "Okay, <laughs> well, so to start, But just in a Zenx yeah. coma. Oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> again, I, again, I think it's um, it's kind of what we talked about before. It's, it's it, it kind of chalk up to the uh, that old classic style. It's just like, yeah, whatever the director says. Campy. Okay, now you react. All right, yeah. I'll react. And then she
2: reacts. Some, so, you know, just, something whatever. supernatural and amazing just happened. It's Like.
1: Fuck I mean, get out. You didn't even raise your eyebrows. It's
5: not at all. <laughs> I mean, I, For me, it's like i look I look at like you know Christian Slater going upstairs to get more potato chips from the gas station. He hears a he hears a phone call from like two flights of stairs away. He's like, that's my phone? Like, you know, it's like it's ridiculous. But like he goes back up and opens the door to his his room that's not locked. It's like who gives a fuck? It's, you throw all <laughs> that bullshit out the window. Like, who cares about reality? We're watching a movie about Fucking mummies and shit. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I
2: reanimated
3: corpse. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Just like you said, Jeremy. The beach is haunted. It's just fucking haunted. Okay,
4: get over it. <laughs> I mean, same, man. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And the Goofy, like, you know, who doesn't want to, like, to see some tennis gu- some tennis player dudes get killed? Like, kill the tennis bird, man. Fucking knock them out. Who gives a fuck? Dude, well, whatever he picks God. up the, the fucking tennis
1: racket, you know, he a <laughs> tennis racket <laughs> to go after. Like, what the actual fuck? And I did like that scene. That whole, like, embalming up the no shit was brutal. That was crazy. And it the is, bite yeah. where
3: in that plate with the fruit, dude, it was just, they made such a hateable <laughs> character out of him that you're just like, oh, yeah, good for them. Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And then I love I love when Christian Slater um, kidnaps Bushimi and he's like, I'm going to start a little fire and roast your nuts.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I mean, fuck, that would work on me. You got me. <laughs> and I like the, um, the, the lighter fluid on his crotch and shit. And he's like, you know, Bushimi is like, you know, you killing me won't bring them back. And he's like, well, I mean, not killing you won't fix any, won't. Hurt anything either? Like it's right. fine if like, I kill you too. So like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Still gonna <laughs> you won't do bring it.
3: Back. Not killing you won't bring him back. So who gives a fuck?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a good, fun segment, a great opening segment to kind well, of. he gets get the last laugh for sure. Yeah,
5: well, he definitely did. Yes. You laughed a lot in that taxi car with the the guy from Disturbed driving the car for sure. <laughs> yeah, no shit. With this really shitty fake tattoo on his arm that you could see like
3: the
4: film <laughs> you can see the copy. feeling of it. Travis together. Boy.
5: <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, I, I like how like abrasive the mummy is. He breaks through fucking windows and shit, and breaks through wooden doors and all. This. He, he this comes through and this destroys shit. I like all that stuff. Now, I, I like the ending of it. It's it feels like Romero's uh, creep show, where like uh, Ted dance and and the girlfriend come back after Leslie uh, Nielsen drowns them, yeah. and they come back. as, like seaweed fucking zombies and and kills fucking. Uh, Lizzie Nielsen, it feels that way too. Like when she says, like, you know, uh basically Bushimi sends us regards and he's like, Oh fuck, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: And they're like Back.
5: zombies now. Yeah, like zombies now, or he brings the clothes hanger and a fucking knife. And I mean, I love the idea of pulling someone's brains out through the fucking nose. It's yeah,
2: awesome. That awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part of that no section. <laughs> And we just fucking brutal. I was like, "Oh yeah,
1: now I got good."
2: <laughs> that's how they used to do it with the uh, mummies from ancient Egypt. Right? Yeah, um, exactly. I remember learning that in um, in uh, history all those years ago? Oh, really? That, yeah, yeah, the, yeah,
1: Up the nose for the embalming tool. Yeah, it's crazy.
3: I guess apparently yeah, the that, brain is just rots, and they would just take out anything that would rot and filled it with yeah. uh, you know, flowers and herbs and uh, yeah. You know, yeah, for
5: sure. right? Just to heat it up, yeah, they, right? heat up the the the, the hook, right? Well, I mean, they were dead, so I don't know. Yeah, it,
2: it was, it, sure it was taking time. out all the uh, all the internal organs um, before mummification. I guess for mummification, it it sort of helps preserve preserve their body. The body uh, yeah. What's they, crazy they, is a lot of times
3: when pharaohs out. died, they <laughs> would. Yeah, a lot of times when pharaohs died and they'd build pyramids, they would literally just, everybody that was building it would just be like, okay, now time for you to die, just go die. in there. Die for
4: you to die, yeah. You're yeah. everyone
3: that was working on this gets to die together with the pharaoh. so go on in there. off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, they take like all their concubines and servants and shit. It's like, well, I'll need you in the afterlife too. Like, fuck, man. There's
5: <laughs> everybody, man. They're all going in the, the same hole. You know, the only thing I know about mummies is from what I've known about the mummy from 1999 with Bruno Fraser. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> movie. Everything. I, know, I love the mummy. It's awesome. But all I know from that is like this emo tat Yeah, is That's all I know. Besides, even like, um, you know, the older Mummy flick, which I like a lot, a lot, too. And um, there's another Mummy sequel, which I like a lot, too. Also, or or the Mummy character from Monster Squad, who's really good. But, uh, yeah, I don't really know a lot about Mummies. But, but I like Mummies. Yeah, I'm fascinated
1: by, like, Egyptian culture. I always have been. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I've always, I've always been interested in all that.
5: Ah, uh, humanity. Well, it's
1: That's just amazing. crazy what they accomplished so fucking long ago. It's just baffling. Mm. Yeah, it was bizarre.
5: I agree. To build yeah, a- star directly stand.
1: in line with Orion's belt. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy.
2: And you can watch about a thousand shows on them on Discovery.
1: Oh, dude, I, I've also got on Paramount Plus, they have a bunch of the Smithsonian stuff, documentaries on there. Fuck, it's so interesting. Hmm. I love all that shit. I'll watch documentaries all day long. Thank <laughs> <Same>, dude. <laughs> yeah.
3: But, yeah, this one ends, I think, with a really fucking little I bit of shocker. Like I love said. the ending, too. Yeah. It's, it's a nice little shocker at the end. It's just like, you're right, motherfucker. Like, Bushimi really did get the last laugh. And, and, you and think I do kind of like how
1: Bushime. they left it open. You know, they didn't really, you know, really oh, yeah. see them do anything to him. About right. to get in a zombie threesome. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't know how that's going to turn out. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry. <laughs> I was, I was going to take it further. I'm just going to leave it there, dude. <laughs>
1: But yeah, no. I thought the first segment was good, man. The second one, though, I think it's my favorite one just because of how fucking bizarre it is. Yes, and the crazy.
5: I just titled it "Crazy Cat" in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> it hey, is I always kind, of, kind of felt like the taxi that uh, Steve Buscemi is in uh, is the same cab that uh, eventually picked up Will Smith to take him to fucking uh, Fresh Prince.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <in Bel-Air, laughs>
5: like, same. It you you later.
4: Later.
5: <laughs> Literally, is a smellier. Yeah. <laughs> Uh but uh yeah, so the next one um the, uh, the next one is uh, The Can from Hell. And uh, I've read I've read this story several times. This is from uh this is a short story that Stephen King wrote back in 1977, uh, which I read and also listened to and uh just before sunset, which is a compilation that he did, which has this gingerbread girl, which is if you guys haven't listened to the gingerbread girl, it's an awesome story. Uh, But um, yeah, this is part of that too. And if not, this is also written, this is, this this is also adapted, uh, adapted uh, with uh, Georgie Romero, Georgie Romero adapted the story for this, this, this short. Uh, But I think this one's fantastic. I mean, the short story is awesome. If you guys want to listen to it, uh, I think you might have to buy the collection. Which is totally worth buying because I think it's a great collection of short stories. Mostly, most of Stephen King's short stories are definitely worth buying because they're always really good. The, yeah, it's, the, some main stink, it's books long. Are the hardest ones. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the hard ones to buy, but the short stories are always my favorite ones. Uh, but uh, Just Before Sunset is a great compilation of a uh, 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 collection of books. And this one's awesome. It's not that different from from the short story, which is great. Besides the ending, the ending's a little different in the short story, but, uh, who, I actually I listened to the short story before I actually did the show. So,
0: sure.
5: but, uh, yeah, David Johansson, um, he's a hit man and he meets up with William Hickey and William Hickey is a rich old man, uh, who owns a pharmaceutical company, uh, that, Basically, it produces, like, a pain pill that also gets you addicted to the pain pill. And um, I don't know if they explain it in here, but I don't know they explain it in the, in the short story. It's like they um, – in the short story, they, they, they use cats, like the, the mm-hmm. certain parts of brains of cats to – they use that – they utilize that with the medication.
3: Yeah, they, they did state it in there, and they were saying that thousands yeah. of cats died, and that he, he was saying like that to the hitman, basically, is like, <clears throat> that's the reason why this cat's hunting me down.
5: Right, the, the ghost cat, or the, the demon cat, yes.
3: But how? Also, the stereotypical like wealthy wheelchair guy that's always just sitting in front of a fireplace seems to be like <laughs> the fucking
1: grandpa and, and va- Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, yes, fucking, yeah, Lebowski's Fucking
3: what? What? <laughs> <laughs> same shit, man. Wheelchair bound with yeah. a blanket over his legs, just sitting next to a fireplace, living his best life.
5: That's he's incredible. also the.
3: He's also the guy who created the puppets and Puppet
5: Master. Uh, and uh, the guy who's the old guy in the Tells from Crypt episode, uh, I forget what the episode's called, but the one that's directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger where an old guy wants to um, show off to uh, Kelly Preston, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets a, a young guy that comes through, and he does a bunch of like uh, surgeries to be, to look younger again so he could be hot to her and, and be attracted um, to her. Oh, uh, William, yeah. He, yeah, William Hook, he's, he's a good actor. I, mean, I love, he's one of the best parts of this movie, I love Willie Nicky, man. It's great. What did you just Sorry, man. Wait, wait, yeah. did,
2: did you just say Arnold Schwarzenegger directed a section? Or that's what i did like
5: He directed himself the crypto episode. Yeah, I did no, not know that. He even comes Hold in up. while the crypt keeper's talking, he comes like, like, Get out of the way, let me tell the story now. Now, man, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> just, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm him. gonna see that, man. Dude, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- yeah. I, I love. I, I, I'll find the episode here for you, so you can find it. Uh, but yeah, it's an awesome episode, man. Yeah.
2: Shit. Hey, um, I really liked um with this uh section um one of the opening lines um that the old guy says uh the old guy in the wheelchair he goes we were a dull collection of rich old unhappy people and then the
5: <laughs> crazy
4: scene. <and> <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: that sounds very uh, Stephen King. You know it's only simple, but right. that sort of drew me in, and just the whole uh, premise of the story—like it's a, just an evil cat. Was, I'm like, it's really original. I, I'm like, I haven't seen anything like this. You know?
5: Yeah, I mean, like the um, uh, that the 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 short story is from the um, uh, it's from the eyes of the assassin in the short story. Hmm. So yeah, it's, it, it's straight from the assassin. So uh, he he he's from his perspective. So he talks a lot about what he's seeing, and he's, he's he kind of like when the old man tells him something, he's sort of like thinking about it, think about it, thinking about it in his head. So that so we all can understand. But uh, yeah, it's a it's an interesting. It's short, the short story is awesome. If you guys get a chance to listen to it or read it, it's it's a great short story for sure. Yeah, not remembering what happened. In
3: this one specifically, there were parts of it that I remembered of just, this cat's a motherfucker, dude. Like, he literally just keeps popping up and <laughs> scratching and just runs away. And it's just like, I understand he's like, how pissed off that would make me <laughs> as a fucking dude. like, And I, I very much dislike cats as it is. They're just awful animals. But, dude, this <laughs> this dude like goes with, when he had the syringe in his hand, I was like, for sure the cat's going to get him to stab himself and poison himself. I was like, that's how this is going down. And he has a gun with, like, a VCR on top of it that projects a fucking laser. <laughs> 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 and has it dead on the fucking cat, and it's still missed. So what is – so in the book, do they explain what the fuck this cat is? Is it literally a demon? Like, what, what is the – what is it?
5: <laughs> no, they never that's – a, that's a great thing about um, old school Stephen King. He never explains it. It just ha- – like, old school Stephen King short stories, they're never yeah. explained. It's just a cat it's that had
4: a serious.
5: So, yeah, they never explain what the cat is besides what the cat has done when he's been in the mansion. So, they never explain it, which is really cool. I don't need it to be explained. Like, just bring the fucking cat in and kill old people or whatever.
3: So, yeah, yeah, bizarre fucking storyline, man. Hey, uh, Decent just got kicked out, dude. Can you bring him back in? Well, I brought him back in and then it left again. So huh, that's
5: weird. He must be having connection problems. I think he might have connection problems, yes. I have nothing to the computer, so I just I don't understand. He texted me too. I think he texted you in the group as well that there was some connecting problems there. And, yeah. Yeah. So I don't it's, know. But
3: but yeah, the uh so on the drug that this guy produced, like you said, it's super addictive, right? It's a painkiller. And he also mentions it's a psychedelic. It's just a weird thing to throw in there.
4: <laughs> it's addictive. <laughs> Highly
3: addictive as well. Highly addictive painkilling <laughs> psychedelic drug, which uh Let's go for that fucking ride, boys.
4: <laughs> or
5: make sure one thing cat goes, not or a demon. A hey, a
2: it's just strung out.
3: Yeah, it, it could be that they're all strung out, out on the same page, man.
2: <laughs> maybe the old guy is the cat. <laughs> nah, I just... <laughs> I don't know, man. With enough
3: psychedelics, we can make anything happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, boys. This segment's a this is a fucking banger for me. I really enjoyed this one. Um, the uh, the family, the guys that play like the older ladies and stuff. I think their deaths were super predictable. I just like tripped down the stairs. The one that wasn't predictable is the way the hitman gets killed. To me, that was a fucking like holy shit moment. Oh yeah, man. For that cat, was to- fucking awesome. oh my god, for a cat to jump into his mouth.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a few, uh, few parts of this movie which I I was like, "Holy shit!" Which I really enjoyed a lot. Um, And uh, (laughs) to be honest, there's some parts I really didn't enjoy as well. You know, what's your Um, least favorite? Oh, uh, like the hitman, I guess. Um, he's walking around just talking to himself, Mm -hmm. and um instead of anything happening or um, any action or whatever, he's just maybe, um, I guess it's a, a leftover of, of um, you know, translating a written piece, but, um, hmm. you know, he's sort of verbalizing his thoughts. Um, That's a difficult thing when it comes to describing, that. Describing, even describing what's happening after it just
4: happened.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. like. That's unnecessary, but you know. But um, it's, it's, it's again, how else do you emote with a man's mouth? And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like when it scratched the shit out of his balls as well. Like. <laughs> <laughs> know, yeah, that
1: was, dude, I was like, no, those are gone. No more nuts for this
4: dude, dude. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's one of them things that gets a, a, a like a visceral reaction from. Especially from any man, you know, like
4: Oh yeah.
3: Oh Oh, true true to life in cats like in real life. Yes. I'm here to pet you. All right, let me rip your sack, dude. Fuck you.
5: (laughs) For real though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh you're for real, yeah. I, I, I love that whole fucking head puppet head with the mouth go, the, the cat going in his mouth and shit like that.
1: Dude, that was fucking brutal. I was it's like, fertile, what man. is happening right now?
3: <laughs> <laughs> if it comes back up, the practical effects. Oh oh oh, oh oh! Chew your food. <laughs> you bite down hard enough you'll stop doing that and you can pull
1: your face is going to stay like that forever
5: <laughs> now i will say in the short story of uh, the assassin character gets knocked out at certain at a certain point and he wakes up and he's like fuck this i'm gone Gets back in his car and drives away and he's driving on the road. It's like the sunset is coming up and everything. And he's talking in his head and whatever. And then he eventually gets some pain in his gut. And then it makes him pass out again. And he ends up, now I'm not doing this story a complete service here. You guys have to listen to it or read it or whatever. Right. But he crashes into a tree off the, off the road, <clears throat> off a road. And while crash after he wakes up from crashing into a tree, he wakes up and he's so happy to be alive. And then eventually, they, they, the cat comes ripping out of his fucking throat, out of his oh, mouth. Wow. So, yeah, all, it's a, all in place due to that fuck face feline for sure, dude. Yeah, he, <laughs> perfect name for that. <laughs>
3: it's, it's, it's <laughs> actually the segment's name fuck
5: face feline fuck man yeah uh, but yeah it, it, it's it's classic uh, old school um, uh, king like king who was uh, you know did not care about people like characters at all in his book he just fucking kills them as brutally as pro- possible and that's oh, yeah. you know that's what he did and it, it's a great short story check it out if you guys get a chance and I think the short this short here, this is awesome. Like will and Mickey hit head, heading back and going, Oh no. Oh my God. And then the fucking snake comes up. Dude's fucking mouth and fucking attacks. And he's a heart attack and shit. <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. You know, it's like, what's the, what's the name of the,
3: what's the name of the actual audiobook that you're listening? Is it just Stephen King short stories or is it named? No, no,
5: something? no, it's, no. They load, uh, it's a compilation called uh, just after uh, just before sunset or I think it's called just before okay. sunset or just after sunset. I think it's one of those called, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's in it's in that compilation. Right, uh, it's okay. with the gingerbread girl. And so it's, it's with a couple of episodes uh, of short stories he wrote. But, uh, yeah, check it out. It's really great. And it kind of reminds me of um, the great scene in like um, Child's Play. Th- <laughs> no, just listen to me. Child's Play 3, hmm. uh, where, where Chucky comes to life. Uh, in front of somebody, and they are so terrified they have a heart attack, which is pretty great. <laughs> and Chucky's like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!"
4: You know, whatever.
5: <laughs> like but uh, yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's one of those few things where, like, I saw a horror movie where somebody has a heart attack be, b- by being so terrified they die from which it. Which I think know. is realistic,
3: honestly. If, it if is, this kind it of is. paranormal shit is happening, that's gotta it's has to have that kind of effect eventually considering how many hundreds of murders take place in these movies. <laughs> One of them has to be a heart attack, dude. Just a number well, of a,
4: Yeah, I agree,
5: I agree, I agree. And I love that, I love the David Johansson, like, like before William Hickey leaves, he's like, uh, you know, there's everything here for you. There's everything you'd ever want in your life. He, like, checks the refrigerator, and it's like a, a half a jar of pe- peanut butter and jelly there's like a fucking like slice of bread in the fucking fridge. He's like, yeah, everything, in your whole life, yeah. <laughs> it's right here. He's like, yeah, not. Why, do,
3: why do all the rich guys always buy the cheap shit? The cheapest here? shit.
5: Yeah. <laughs> 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 the title of the episode, but yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, yeah. I love that. Line. It's a great line, and I, <laughs> I, I love, I love this episode. I mean, the whole suitcase full of like narcotics and and and, and guns and. You know, uh, try and mention a VHS player laser. <laughs> he's sitting on, the on top of a gun, yeah, to project <laughs> one laser.
3: The 1980s <laughs> were a weird time, folks. We didn't that, have it that, all picked up.
1: That gun he uses, it's like a desert eagle with like a looks like a silencer and a fucking big ass scope on it. Like it's like, yeah. he's, he's got like a <laughs> mini sniper rifle hand cannon or something.
3: <laughs> yeah, did. that's what I was saying. It was like they put a VCR on top of the fucking like a regular, yeah, like a desert eagle. That's it looks like a space say. gun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know there's
1: only one because I thought it, yeah, I agree with you. And then I, there's one little close shot, and I was like, oh, fuck, it's a desert eagle. I was like, what the shit is this? When gun mods go wrong.
3: (laughs) And then he had a little derringer in there, too, that little (laughs) shit pistol, too. That's hilarious. The post gun, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a perfectly good. I don't know why he was chasing a cat around with a needle when you have a fucking gun in your briefcase. (laughs) No
5: shit. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you should have had a cat suit in there just like a cat like really get into like you know hey I'm a cat and then like all of a sudden like punk room with a fucking needle and eject him with whatever the fuck he's got in that needle you I'm know don't man. get too hot I'm a cat man did you say this <laughs> 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 we've
2: gone full goof <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a beer when I get on with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's morning. Yeah, because we're
1: we're heavy it. it'll, <laughs> it'll,
2: it'll, it'll fuck up fuck up me up for the rest of the day. I'm <laughs> I mean, I I gonna go, go swimming after this, man. Do my exercise and shit. <laughs> yeah, we're no, shutting down you know. for
3: the night and you're just getting up, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah. But uh, what I, I really liked about this one was um, the Stephen King, it was so Stephen King, you know. And right. just listening to Jeremy, I'm. Uh, I think I'm going to check out that book because, you know, I really love Stephen King. But if I had one uh, problem with him, um, and it's just because of my sort of lack of concentration, is the pacing of his books um, sometimes they draw yes. out, draw out a bit. So a bit with a short story, a lot of, I think a lot he wraps it. He wraps it all up, and it's you know, in a short. Wait, Dane, what, Dane, What's wrong
3: is... with the Dark Tower? Forty hours per book, in eight books. What, what are you talking about? It's, it's perfect pacing. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm
5: I... not gonna get into that right now. <laughs> there's, there's one book I... of the Dark Tower series that is is total shit. Oh. But I, the thing is, the ending of that. It, it, well, you know, I mean, if you're it's not into meant it, meant to be a mixed bag. You know? it, dude. It's yeah. a mix. Yeah, Mike. Right. Mix to mixed be that shit. I'll but that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying before, though, Dan. What you heard uh, is that the short stories, his short story stuff. It's always the best. Like for me, his short stories are always the best things to listen to, or read. Yeah, because yeah, he gets, so, he gets out. I'm he writes a good story. Yeah, and he's got great short stories. There's a there's a there's that shitty creep show show you can watch. And there's a uh, Stephen King Stephen King's episode. There's a Stephen King adaptation. The first episode is called Gray Matter, and Gray Matter is in. Uh, Night Shift. And it's a great short story. And They do a great job at, at, at adapting it. But, like, that's the best stuff. Like, my favorite, mm-hmm. the, 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 my favorite book is Stephen King's Night Shift. That's the best thing. One of the best things he's ever done, in my opinion. Because it is a compilation of his short stories, and they're all great, creepy, fucked up short stories. And you read an actual Stephen King book and things... Don't really work out as great as you want them to because he can't end anything, and he gets too excited about things, like within the middle of the book, and it's overly complicated, and you get lost, and it just you get bored, you get bored right. yeah, you get lost. you You feel like you feel like even though you've been listening to it for like say ten hours, you feel like you lost your way within that ten hours, even though you've been listening to it straight.
2: It's
4: like, yeah. oh, is this is this
5: the book? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, like, I think Stephen King's It might be the, my favorite book ever, so it's brilliant. I can't, yeah. um, not criticize him, but even that know.
5: book, that book is fucking it's weird, hard to get to. Up, dude. I don't it's know, it's hard. I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it, uh, but yeah, I, I, I but I feel you though. If you, and one of your favorites, cool, but. That's an overly complicated book, too. I mean, is he a space turtle and a fucking space <laughs> whatever? Else I mean, that's, that a, that's a
3: common theme in all of this shit, right? Yeah. The the space turtle and the,
5: yeah. No, it's not a common theme. It's a common theme in it. It's not a common theme in anything else, just that movie. But... I thought for sure he
3: brought up this cosmic fucking space turtle and other things.
5: No, he has not. But... No way. Okay. no, no. no. But anyways, there's no comic space turtle in this show, so, which is thank God. Because yeah, I was excited about seeing a space turtle in the new It Part Two, and I like, I got no space turtle. I'm like, that, why that not sucks? just go space turtle? Like, do it, fuck it, whatever. You're, you know that movie's a pile of shit, but hey, you, you might as well go space turtle now. You know, I like the first one. I
1: like Part One, but yeah, I did
5: not. Yeah, first one, yeah, part the Part One's good. Part Two is a complete pile of garbage but that
1: whole end like all the the special effects looks shitty it yeah. looks really rough yeah it stopped like, being Damn. a horror
3: movie it started turning into like
5: a fucking goofy movie completely dude it's
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> let's, let's um let's move on to lover's vow man which i think is probably even though i love uh, uh the cat from hell a lot i think lover's vow is pretty fucking solid all the way I, through,
1: I think it's good, but this one had some of the, the more cornier acting to me, which I found kind of funny at times. But well, the corny stuff
5: Don's... is the animatronic stuff,
1: yeah, sure, yeah. But I, I love I, Ray Don Chong, so oh, wait on Chong, baby, yeah, <laughs> Tommy Chong's fucking daughter, who knew,
5: right? Man, and the girl from Tomando hooks up with Arms I'll come back around. So. I have a story
3: to tell you guys about Tommy Chong that I will do off the podcast, uh, when we end this episode because this <laughs> is not going to air.
5: <laughs> How you guys feel about the Lovers Val?
1: I enjoyed it. It's it's you know it's like a it's kind of a different take on your different kind of monster metamorphosis kind of without trying to give anything away even though we're going to kind of you know trope or whatever. I I thought it was fun, but it's really really goofy. Like James Remar trying to be this artist. I'm like, all right, first and foremost, I could never see this guy being a. Fucking <laughs> <player."> <laughs> I don't I don't know know the why. same way, Dexter's, Dexter's dad, you know, just fucking uh-huh. painting all this shit, painting his son's murders. But like, I don't,
5: it, I don't know. He's got so like his kinda... pop, he's got like his popsicle sticks set up like in the a, like in a chief of the White House or some shit. He gets pissed off, like breaks his popsicle sticks
3: and shit. Uh-huh.
4: So anyway.
3: What was he constructing there? What was the purpose of that? It looked I, like yeah,
5: it
4: looked it like a scene out like of Independence Day. Popsicle, popsicle the sticks aluminum
5: <laughs> foil. In a White House structure, he breaks them because he's upset. He broke a stick. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Stupid.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like I love yeah, it because so. like it opens up, and he's so excited to get a check, and the guy's like, "Bitch, you're broke. You're a shitty artist. You haven't <laughs> sold anything." Yeah. Like, uh, and I quit, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> What a brutal start. And he just sits there and gets tanked even though he has no money at a bar. Bitch, go to the grocery store and buy some beer and go home. It's way cheaper. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know shit about show business, but the way they portray agents is like the same in everything that's involved in show business. There must be some truth to that. And I think the character that he was playing in this actually turned out pretty great. Like. He's like, oh, I'm showing compassion this moment. I need to chill that down, or else I'm gonna lose my reputation.
1: <laughs> well, James Buar is a fucking moron in this entire. <laughs> uh, almost, almost every decision he almost every decision he makes is just unbelievably
5: stupid. Especially towards the end, of course.
3: I agree That's with you completely, but I do enjoy the gore in this
5: one. Oh yeah, it's great. And the transformation is awesome too. Oh
2: god, brutal man. <laughs> well, that uh, that practical effects was probably my favorite part of the whole movie man i that was like i was almost on par with uh american werewolf in london like oh, oh yeah,
4: yeah. That's good. i thought
2: man it's really really awesome like what do you think well, i've seen dick smith in the um in Sick, the credit really? wow yeah right. wow. I, i'm
5: heard.
2: sure i've seen him in the credits yeah that's
3: awesome he is yeah, yeah. he definitely is I, I saw him at the start because as soon as he popped up, I was like, "Fuck yeah, legend
5: name, dude." Dick Smith, classic master class, man. Shit. Yeah. Well, I um. Yeah. I love G- I love James Remar, man. I think James Remar up, is a man? lot of fun. So. Oh yeah. He
2: what seems like is? uh he he seems like uh, his face that I've seen him in movies before playing a junkie.
5: <laughs> you might yeah, have. Yeah, he yeah. looks he like
4: sort of warriors. strung out a bit. He's got oh that yeah, sort a of decent effect. on
2: warriors. You're right, dude.
3: Yeah, which, he does look. Which, which
5: kind of brings a lot to this too. I mean, he's kind of a junkie in this, though. You know, you know what I mean. I'd like he's me. just sort of like dude who is obsessed with maybe somebody purchasing his ideas at a art at art show or whatever, and he can't get it, and he's mm-hmm. completely obsessed with whatever popsicle art he's creating to make some sort of money. Uh, but even the art that you see at the the art festival or a museum he is at eventually is not good. Bad art. I, I'm an art guy. I have no idea. To be fair, I, there's I, I, a lot.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, you know, I've seen art hmm. that's, like, the top half of this massive canvas that's just pink. And then the bottom's white. And it's like sells for $250 <laughs> or 250000 dollars <laughs> And you yeah. what the fuck? Right, or, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some really weird shit out
4: there. Right, right, yeah. right. It's but a field I don't know guy. There's a great right
1: documentary
5: on that, yeah. I don't know. But he, I think he's I think he is legitimately good in the series. I know he goes a little off the rails a little bit, but I think he's a good actor. And Ray Lai Chong is probably the is the better actor if he's so subdued and straight through the whole uh, uh segment. Um Also, uh, if you're closing up the bar with a money bag and you got a sick in your fucking pocket, you hear something banging on in the fucking alleyway, don't fucking check it out. You're good, man. Don't worry about that. <laughs> shit. If you if you, if you do, take a piss and you just walk away from it, man. You got your head fucking clawed off. A, yeah, it's
1: so random. It's literally it's, It felt just completely random how he just kind of stumbled into that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and but how I she like stumbles
5: her. into Being him a too, fucking is, dumbass. I, I uh, like how, it though that how fast it happens, like how fast he gets killed. I, I like that that whole sort of section of the of the segment.
1: Just dude gets his hand ripped off and shit. It's like all right, head
5: just ex- yeah.
2: Fuck
4: Help it. me, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that um, uh, part. Um, I had a, a funny thought when I was watching that um, when he first sees the the gargoyle, he goes Jesus Christ, and I wanted the gargoyle to say. Guess again, motherfucker! <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're dropping <it> in one-liners. It's <laughs> yeah. great, Chris.
4: And,
2: <laughs> and it's cool how like it goes from sort of um, different tone of like um, sort of like you know like the TV horror sort of tone like horror for the masses, but then to extreme right. gore and violence. Right. And I guess they could get away with it in the movie. But not the TV show. Yeah, for sure. Um,
5: That's yeah, this is yeah. yeah. well, weird violence. The to show too, but this one, this one has. I, I'm with you, Dana. I'm with you brought it up. This one definitely has a weird tone to it. It's 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 all. It's simultaneously goofy, but also really fucking serious. Where the ending of the segment is, for me at least really depressing
4: <laughs> and
5: um yeah, it's fucking- <laughs> 17th century, again goofy so yeah well even to- even where they meet is like the
3: the first it's like the five red flags of rape like she's running down the <laughs> alleyway he is holding her against the wall and putting his hand to her mouth and saying shut up don't say anything don't say anything she's just like okay i'll be quiet and he's like uh, get a cab and he's like uh it's, yeah there's no cabs around here come to my place and it's just like holy fuck says, dude, you're going for this
5: he <laughs> never says like why like like why no. nope i would be hold on nope. why be quiet he's just like listen this hold on a bit this hold on it's like okay but why should i hold on wait <laughs> wh- why would you attack me here i, I got a phone to my place come back to my place and yeah like you will Right, it's so like this motherfucker. actually doesn't risky. even
3: call the cab when he gets there, which is another red flag. He calls the cops and then decides to hang up. He's like, "Oh no, the cab company's like busy right now, so don't worry about it." It's just like, "Holy shit, dude!" And her name's Corolla. I- I'm assuming of the Toyota fame.
2: <laughs> Adam's ex. Adam's Corolla. <laughs> I draw Corollas, buddy. I draw- I love- That's what I thought when um. When they said when she said her name, I said, "Hey, I drive one of them." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, but yeah, uh, that them. whole thing was strange. Where and then he takes her home, like to get her off the streets because there's a monster stalking around. He is a monster. and uh, they talk a little bit, and all of a sudden they just start fucking.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, man. Like, yeah. talk about an easy end. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: You don't, you know, you don't question his sanity. Mm-mm. That uh, he just grabbed you. Like I thought, maybe she thought it might have been Mick Jagger coming up <laughs> together again.
4: And the thing um, is, you
5: don't, you don't question her because she's so. She seems to be so sane, but she seems to be totally okay with it. So she just just fucked him anyway. Yeah,
4: but and I get all like,
5: of rational yeah. decisions.
2: You find out later yeah. on why, but yeah. uh, she just loves yeah. his popsicle fucking art.
4: <laughs>
2: I love um what happens after that. They they're about to have morning sex.
5: <laughs> and they, Which is a bad move. They, I mean, they, hear wake someone,
2: up. they hear someone off screen go Help me out <laughs> <laughs> of the old fucking Dracula movie. That right? cracks me up, man.
3: Well, what, what cracks me up is there's a generous amount of fucking in this episode. And there's <laughs> literally an yes, there's eight-year-old, an eight-year-old kid is reading this out loud to, like, another woman.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I be fair, that woman is going to eat him.
2: Yeah, that's it's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: hey, what about this?
3: And then he grabbed her titty. <laughs> yes, uh, keep fixing those carrots. I'm not done.
5: <laughs> so a, 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 a animatronic blow, like like sort of like I don't I don't even know what you kind of you call that animatronic one, but there's like the titties blowed out, like like yeah. gargoyle World titties that blow out. <laughs> yeah. Oh
4: that,
1: that, so, you know, And I knew obviously with the way the segment was going that this, something was really fucking bad gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> John, like, as soon as she's introduced, like man, this is going. And then like this, how how fast it travels, you know, ten years passes and he's. Successful. Someone wants to buy a shit art now, and now his manager. Now his manager actually wants to work for him. The fucking weasel. <laughs>
0: yeah, piece of shit. but
1: yeah, it, it's yeah. It, it you know I, the whole time I'm just thinking like yeah, oh, well, when's it gonna go bad? I'm just waiting. Yeah, and man, yeah. it did. I didn't expect it going that way though.
4: I didn't. Yeah, I didn't.
1: I, I didn't either.
3: <laughs> I didn't either. And again, had watched this film, but a long time ago, and I forgot that that was the twist in there, which Dude, was fucking, fucking wild.
5: Great twist. In disguise. Great twist.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and the kids, dude. It's
5: totally great. I think it's totally a really
3: good twist. Do you guys pick up on the whole Houston Houston conversation and how it's pronounced? Because literally, New Yorkers do call it Houston Street, which is fucking wild to me. I've heard it so many times from people from New York, like, oh yeah, Houston Street. And it's like, is that you know Houston? That? Houston, yeah. It's spelled exactly the same way. That was wow. a conversation in this in this episode.
1: I missed it. Literally. Fucking I missed it. Miss
3: it too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's a lot of other crazy shit than a conversation About a fucking street name going on so I understand I
1: mean I get it phonetically you see H-O-U-S you think house You know I get it yeah. but you know we live in Texas So it's like the fuck is wrong with you people
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Fucking A This is an obvious question I've always had from Movies I've watched in the last week. This like the fact that this sh- starving artist has this entire he has a place that he lives in that's bigger than my apartment that I pay a thousand dollars a month to live in. Yeah, it's and, a penthouse. Uh, holy shit! Over shit. Over this, over shit. Over this place is huge. Like, like he's got, like, oh, dude. It's like Friends, then, like,
1: right?
3: He fucks it shit. all up.
1: Sorry. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, he just fucks everything up. Like he was so stupid through this entire. <laughs> and like, He gets all of his success. He gets the girl, who's gorgeous. You know, he's got the family, everything, and what? Because I love you so much, I oh. have to tell you. It's like, you know, it's like you, know, you know, fuck it, you deserve this, you moron. You know, so, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the, the type of dude to show up you to a your... police
3: station and you be like, "I smoked a fucking... joint." Yeah. <laughs> you,
1: made, you made a deal with a gargle in a fucking back alley, bro. Stick to that deal. If never any other deal
5: in your fucking life, definitely yeah. that one. <laughs>
1: If you take anything
3: to your grave, motherfucker, that's the one. Oh
5: no, shit! Right. <laughs> right. That was my big thing too, watching for the you know, 18th time or whatever. But I was like, I was like, come on, man. Like, like, who gives a fuck about the past? Gets done. Like, your life is great. Like, things are going really well for you. Do you really need to talk to your wife about what you maybe have, maybe or maybe not have seen in a fucking alleyway? Yeah. And, I'm and my sorry, bo- you know? here's my models. You know, it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, this like, me, <laughs> happy, motherfucker. Some things are fuck? better left unknown. You know, yeah, it's a gravel right. underneath
1: all that, but it looks like Ray Don Chong feels like Ray Don Chong game on. <laughs> 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 I don't say, uh, fucking
5: idiot. Who gives it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he just, he's fucked up, man. I just don't understand. He's so okay. So he, he says in the movie, he says in, in the movie, 10 years has passed by. Yeah, so it flies, holy still, shit. Still not over it? It's like, come on, man. Like 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 let's get over it. It's fucking whatever happened. Oh no, happened. No, 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 mentally I don't
1: think I would be over that either. Don't get
5: me fucking wrong. Like seeing its right. head Yeah, put some put some art into it or whatever. I mean, you don't have to talk to your wife about it. your your wife is just happy you're making fucking money off your art. Who gives a fuck? What you're done with it. Or Move take it. pills take pills from the last episode and get the fuck over it, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> There was a
2: line in here which I had to re- rewind, um, which I couldn't believe was it, in a movie. Um, when they're celebrating the the ten years of being married, mm. and um, their daughter says, um, "Oh, no!" She said something about how they met, and the daughter says, "I actually wrote it down." You mean you thought when you thought Daddy was going to push you up against the wall and rape you? yes that was <laughs> insane dude and i was That's... like saying and she's like tell us the story mommy like she didn't say that but that was the... before <laughs> so, i knew that all gargoyles t- <laughs> and
3: she, yeah and this is a kid repeating this story to a fucking person like the, he's reading this out loud too yeah, 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 yeah.
5: <laughs> i forgot about that i forgot about that oh the night this
2: is... This is from a different era,
5: for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, different from a different era, yeah, that's for sure. Not even that long
1: ago. That's the crazy. It like, rape. it's really not that long. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, that's the kind of
3: terminology we use to excuse 1950s shit, but this literally did
5: just fucking it just happen. continued just in yeah. different ways. <laughs> I mean, the 80s is full of it, so yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Jesus Hell Christ. yeah. Well, they get they get they their their flesh gets peeled from their bodies and they turn to fucking googly eyed fucking like maybe mentally challenged looking like uh <laughs> goblins or whatever the fuck they are. They look so stupid looking. Uh But yeah, yeah I even
1: wrote in my notes like, oh my god, these monsters look fucking ridiculous. How they look ridiculous. so <laughs> dumb.
3: But the transformation was fucking was awesome. awesome. Oh, and I was. Oh, my, wait, hers hers looks great. Hers. Where looks the awesome. wings come out the back, I was like, how the fuck did they
5: do that? That's so impressive looking. Like. Well, Kane B's involved in this too. So Kane B's a big special. That, that's that's uh, uh, Howard and Burger. Uh, forget the first guy's name, but uh, yeah, he's he's fantastic. Those guys they done a lot of special effects, you know, right. for a lot of different uh, awesome productions. Evil Dead, Two uh, Army Darkness. Oh wow, you know. okay, so
4: yeah, they know. But like
5: know. they've been doing stuff for you know they're part of like uh, uh, Donald the Dead. No, not Donald Dead. Uh, Data Dead. They've been around for a long time. So like. It was really cool to see them sort of flex their wings here, and I'm kind of I'm kind of with Dane, like the, that that weird transformation with like the flesh peeling up. Like it's a great scene of like her with like Radon Chung like putting her head down and she grabs her scalp and she pulls her scalp open to see like yeah. like skull she underneath.
4: This is awesome.
5: Hey. This is amazing, man. Uh, but yeah, yeah the uh, the whole transformation of her looks awesome. Like the whole coming through the fingers and like the the gargoyles fingers and everything all that stuff looked awesome. Just the kids, the kids look like Why trash. Did you promise,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> you promise. You, promised. Yeah,
2: yeah, it, awesome. you know what what's crazy is, and I'm sure you guys know know this already, but um it's you know being big horror fans, but that might take up about 30 seconds of time on uh, the screen. And but you can tell it's months and months of work just to get oh, yeah. that one shot of, of building each. Each shot would have been different, like apparatus to create the special effects. And I love it, it's sculpting and painting and everything. Oh, yeah. I like how they look They look sort of, um, uh, what's the word, wet and sticky as it yeah. comes, it,
1: well, like it comes out of the body,
2: skin. you know? Yeah, boy, it's man. like, because um, I'm a big werewolf fan right. and um werewolf movie fan as well Me and too. but some of the best werewolf movies the things they have in common is it's people it's so hard to do like the things that the best have in common like the howling and, and American werewolf in London is they had some of the best special effects artists to ever do the job working. And practical on them, still you know? looks
1: better than CGI. It always will.
2: Yeah. yeah. For sure, but there's so much sure. that goes into it, you know. It's um yes. just for that. Oh my god! So yeah. that's why I really appreciated this um transformation, you know. It sort of um made me, it sort of made me really glad I watched this movie. Um, right at the end of it, you know, and um, but yeah, I had fun, fun with the movie.
5: Um, I, I think I think you're um, you you're definitely on point, Dane. I think I was consider this more like um, <clears throat> that. Uh, it's more like Rob Bottin. Rob Bottin did the howling, and Rob Bottin, my special effects guy, forever and ever and ever. Uh, sadly enough, the dude quit the game. He doesn't do interviews anymore. I think the guy's got a real estate agent now, which is really sad. The guy created, like, the werewolf effects and the howling. He created all the effects in the thing. He created RoboCop, for God's sake. Wow. Um, he, crazy. Cre- he, created, he did a lot of effects. He did a lot of the effects in Starship Troopers. He did a lot of amazing shit. And the dude just walked away from all this, which is really sad because he's so such an amazing person, and nobody can get an interview us, with him before. He gave
1: us so much already, so.
5: I know, but, like, like the fact is, so uh, this guy is so celebrated, and he, I think at this point, he would definitely know he's celebrated. He's my favorite, you know, he's a lot of people's favorite special effects guy. But, like, right. the only interview you can, you can get with, with Rob Bottin is watching that, like, early, 90, late 90s, like, a re-release of The Thing on DVD. Uh, which has like a great um great like special feature, special features behind the scenes with Rob Boutin, who actually like, talks about the special effects and everything, which is really great. You guys should check it out. It's on YouTube. Check it out. But uh Rob Boutin is such a, a charismatic character. He's so up, uh, he's so fun to listen to and just watch. And the fact that he walked away from all this stuff. And I think for me at least, I uh, you know, Dane, you're right. I think this thing is much the sort the this, this sort of thing uh the the of evolution of the becoming human to gargoyle is definitely more on the side of like robo's team because you watch you like you watch the howling you see uh, robert ricardo turn into a world from that por- that that porno shop it is sweaty it's all sweaty and gross mm-hmm. and the the fingernails get broken through and cracked through and look it's a it's it's a Almost a better transformation than uh, Werewolf in London, which I, I I'm a big fan of Werewolf in London, man. I'm a big fan of it. But like, just the fact way that the, the way that Joe Dante filmed that thing, but also the prosthetics to all of it, and the that, that we have two werewolves that ha- that are distinctly different. We have one that's upright, and that we we have one that's on all fours. You know, well, we something have, uh, I respect a lot too is texture, like how they texturize things is fucking oh, yucky. Yeah, like me. Dane was saying
1: it for sure, man. The, the yeah. that look, right. it, man.
2: Oh, yeah. Right. Right. I know there's so much go- work goes into it that people don't realize. I think, <laughs> you know, that's part of the reason um, I haven't seen interviews with uh, Rob Botine, but just listening to um, interviews with um, Rick Baker and recently on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast um they just get so pissed off uh with the um the commercial side of the industry you know um yeah, how it's they, a, they it's,
5: it's the oh, production
2: right the producers yeah they've like, done, they've like, done hey. six months of work on this thing and and then and, you know a suit it's comes cut. in to, can you change the chin a bit i want it a bit more, more. Oh. or or the director doesn't mm. give it you know gives it like three seconds of screen time for this uh. one effect, and, like he, he even he would he says he would have shot the um American werewolf scene a bit differently, um, right. but um, and he because you know he but I think it worked like what Rick Baker ah uh, sorry what John Landis did just showing little glimpses of it but you know the the terror was magnified sort of like what they have in Alien you know you, you mm-hmm. just see that. It's sharp teeth coming out. He's like fuck, you know. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. um, but I forget what my point was. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, yeah,
4: the I, thing I is, like, so Rick like
5: Baker, Rick Baker made a lot of great shit. Rick Baker is, is, is a master, right? I get it. He's he's he's, he's an awesome. Uh, I follow him on Instagram. He's a great special effects artist. But I, I just, for 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 me personally, yes, uh, he created that scene in Werewolf uh, in London. It's a great scene. And he graded, he did like great stuff and video drum. He did all the the stomach vaginas, and he did the great cancer shots to the head where the cancer comes out of dude's head and the, the guts out of the TV. Great stuff. I just think that Rob Bottin did a lot of more better things. I think that the thing oh, is a yeah. better movie. I think The Halloween is a better movie. I think RoboCop has RoboCop is iconic. <laughs> um. And so is the Howling, and so is um, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, Robo Teen to a left in London tonight. too. Yeah.
1: So. Well,
5: it, it is, but I'm just saying that Robo Teen has done a lot of kind of things that you guys don't really realize that he that Robo Teen has done.
2: You know. Yeah, he he's uh, unheralded a bit. You know.
5: Yeah, he well, doesn't, um, and I think the, the mystery, the, the mystery of all that, is because RoboTin doesn't doesn't do interviews anymore. He's done doing interviews. He's, you know, I we kinda have
1: respect. I kind of respect that, though. You know, like make your Well, sort of why? Well, sort of why? Thing, and you know, I, like Christ, man. I think I would, if I ever got famous, I think I would be that type. I hope I'd be that type of personality, where it's like, man, mm-hmm. fuck off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fucking, you know, live in Arizona like Maynard, but not grow a fucking vineyard and just fucking, you know, fuck <laughs> off and right. do whatever I want
4: or yeah, you could be like, or, or
5: can be like Tom Savini jerk himself off and do all the Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't, don't want
4: to do that.
0: Do that either.
5: Which but, is crazy uh, that you that there's
3: there's even a, a comparison between these special effects artists and there's not. I mean, in the field of of like as far as when people consider movies and the general public, nobody really they're the unspoken heroes uh that the great majority of people don't even fucking think about. And it's yes, something absolutely. actually that you guys really turned me on to. Is something that I especially fucking pay attention to now. Is like, holy shit, that took probably hundreds of hours to fucking put together, uh, and it it got yeah. ten seconds of screen time,
4: right? Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, for real. Yeah, and it takes can, it's yeah, artistic and creative, and like, there's so much that goes into it to be able to build something like that.
1: Literally, like that Blade Runner photo I sent, like, the, the just the crazy oh. side of the. The yes. models, and like, you you don't see those very much in the film. You know, uh, you know, for a total amount of screen time, you him, can't get he, shots. Yeah. But it's just but like the amount of work crazy. going into that is yeah, it's absolutely insane.
5: Like people you, you don't think about that alleyway that Tim Runner It's like it, it just one alleyway. Like they built that on a set. That's just one alleyway. They built a the whole fucking crazy. mini city, dude. What so, the fuck? That's <laughs> like, that's Chinatown in LA or whatever it is there. Oh. But look, like, that's crazy to me. It's, like, all that is like the same place. <laughs> but the thing is, though, for me, um, no, if you can, anybody wants to do themselves any kind of favors, watch listening to this the first time knows nothing about animatronics or special effects. Do yourself a favor and just watch that scene in, in the thing where they do this. They do the paddle scene in the thing, where the chest opens up, the head melts off, then the head becomes a four leg like a like a sick legged spider. You have the guy saying, you got to be fucking kidding me, and fucking Kurt Russell burns his head. That's a, it's, it's, it's a scene that probably took, like, fucking, I don't know, a month more than likely. But, like, it is it is seamless. All of it mm. is seamless. Like, all of it works. The editing, the animatronics, the special effects, everything works perfectly. There has never right. been, in my opinion, sure, sure. a better special effects than in the thing. John Carpenter's thing is, and that's Rob Bottin. Rob Bottin was involved with that. And he was like, he made that shit up as he went. And John, wow. Carpenter, John Carpenter said, do whatever you want to do. He had faith in him he to fucking God's get it story, done.
1: Or the devil, whatever. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> sadly enough, it lost it, it. lost out to E.T., which is a real bummer in the box office back in the day. So.
1: Of course. I mean, those, you know, E.T. the sucks. fucking
5: whole kids thing and apply yeah, to fucking I'm
1: not cameras. Unfortunately, I'm not surprised. Yeah, but definitely. Well,
5: a, they called it was, it, it was too dark back then. I was like, oh, you have ET, then the thing comes out like, oh, it's too dark. It's too they dark. went. They went for the Bob Saget fucking. Dark people. is good, it, man. I don't. I right.
2: never got that when John Carpenter says, "Ah, oh, that movie, it was a bit too dark, too dark." Like, dark
4: is fucking yeah, good It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Dave. You're absolutely
5: right. <laughs> We already like, had like, Apocalypse Now and all that shit, too, and all of a sudden, like, the thing comes out, like, oh, it's too dark, it's too dark, fuck it. It's like, whatever, man, fuck you, you're stupid. Christ, had Deliverance, Jesus Christ, before you oh did Oh, my this. God, we, dude. We had... We had um, M back in, like, the fucking, like, 40s who killed kids. That was remade, like, twice, like, in <laughs> 31 and
1: then I mean, like, 40s
5: again. Crazy. Yeah, right. It's just, like, it doesn't make any sense. But mean, as, far, as far
3: as box office, like, fucking slam dunks, it's always going to be, like, this is the cusp of the mom and minivan kind of fucking soccer kid, you know. This is, like, at the very intro of that, basically. And so that's why it happened, it. right? That has to be why.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a it's an it's an evolution, man. People grow up and they 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 figure things out. I don't. I I would hope they figure things out. But like now, you know, we have now. You know, the thing is a classic now. You know, Ooh. for for most of us, it's a, it's a classic now. For me, it's a classic. It's a masterpiece. There's nothing wrong with the thing. Dialogue is amazing. The acting's amazing. The special like, effects are amazing. everything about the movie is a, a fucking a story. Yeah, it's awesome. But back then, yeah, yeah it's not that
1: great. But... And then you had the prequel, yikes.
5: <laughs> yeah. we also like have everything like, uh... that made the
1: original good and fucking, you know, just make everything CGI, like, God damn it.
5: Yeah, that, that prequel's a pile of shit. Yeah. But sorry, um
1: sorry. Yeah. I digress.
5: Yeah, but um anyways, this is a, it's the last it, the last episode's really it's a lot of fun. Um it's depressing again, like I said before, in a way, uh tragic and uh poetic in a way uh with 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 ray, ray and his and ray chong sort of fucking losing her she turns back into a gargoyle the promise is broken uh her breaking out of the glass and turning with her kids and they turn to gargoyle stones and who knows how long it'll be the last guy comes around and she can be set free but um i think the last segment's really good uh, like all the segments, I think all those segments are really good and fun and campy, and I think it's all a homage to uh, the '50s and the '60s. Well, uh, she's got she's got baggage now, dude. She's got two kids she's carrying around,
3: so I, I don't know how well. it's I mean, work. Uh, Well, I mean, the kids are stone. <laughs> so. They're gonna go sit on top of
1: the Yeah, they're gonna sit on top of a building and turn to yeah, stone. <laughs>
3: She's going to walk the alleys until she finds the next rapist while her two kids are in tow.
1: Right, right. <laughs> their, their next starring role was Gargoyles, the animated series. <laughs> Flawless Chons, transition. Like, yeah, like 1998,
5: 1990, who's super fucking foxy and oh, shit, man. then they're, they're down for that shit, for sure. Uh, but will um, see yeah, Deborah Harry, holy,
3: I will follow her to hell back, dude. I don't know. I, I love this woman. Yeah, Debbie Harry comes
1: oh,
5: back, that. Her, I'm coming back around and um, like how we she ha- gets
1: turned into a roast at the end. Debbie Harris, yeah, <laughs> like I <bloody> dude. Roast.
5: <laughs> The tide is high, right? And then, like, but, uh, like
1: I love happy endings, like, Jesus Christ, I <laughs>
3: love that he's just talking about his whole plot. Is he's just like, I'm gonna take marbles out and throw them at your feet, and then you're gonna trip on them, and then she trips on them.
1: And like, like... <laughs> it was like the anti villain monologue, you know, it's always the villains fucking talking for so long that gets them fucked. And then this dude did the opposite and it worked out in his face.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
5: lucky
1: little shit.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I man, I thought this movie was great. Like it was way better than I expected. I li- I because I, you know, I like the campiness and all that shit. But sometimes you never really know with some of these um anthology type horror movies, you know, they're a lot right. of them were very hit or miss for me, except during this era. Like y'all have been saying all night, it's you know I, I really enjoyed it. it. I had a lot of fun, man. What, what about you,
4: Dane?
2: Uh yeah. Well, I got to be honest and say I enjoyed parts of it, and I'm glad I watched it. Right. Uh, it, it wasn't really for me, but I can see what it's going for, and um, that sort of uh, I thought it was sort of homage to those older shows, which. I haven't really watched, so well, not not the audience for it. But yeah, it's been f- fun talking about it. And uh, like I said, just for the practical effects alone, I'm glad I watched it, man. Minus, minus the gargoyle children and the
3: fucking PlayStation 2 on top of the gun. But I guess that's just like a <laughs> sign of the times, you know.
4: <laughs>
3: but yeah, I, I truly enjoyed it too. And like I said, like I know I watched this movie because I remember definitely remembered a lot of scenes from it. Uh, apparently none of the twists, which also caught me by surprise as I was watching it right. again. Uh, fucking great, dude. I really like it. Uh, there are some pitfalls in it, but it's honestly fucking awesome. And I wish I'd watch the series because anthology movies to me are fucking almost always a slam dunk. Because if one of them is a dud, it's okay. You get to sit through like 20 fucking five minutes of it and then something else is coming up that's going to be completely different. Right. Uh, I, I love that. I really love that in movies. It's one of my favorite things.
5: Yeah, and I think that if you guys get a chance to watch the anthology series, it's no different from this. This is just well this is just more well produced and well right. filmed and everything. And we have three episodes compared to the episode every week. <clears throat> so but yeah, I think this is this movie is a a great uh, culmination of all that stuff from that show put into a movie, and I think it does a really well job of doing that uh but if you love, if you like anthology horror flicks and corniness and ridiculousness it's Ooh. all here and and if you like that kind of stuff then it's for you you know it's for me i, I mean i'm a big fan of trash uh, there's some trash in here but it's also some masterclass in this thing too some really great uh uh, uh special effects there's some really great cinematography here and there and some great story here and there. And uh, for me, uh, this is a great, like, stormy weather, fucking sit at home, watch a fucking anthology, horror movie, and it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun movie.
3: Which, for me and decent that's exactly the case. It's been pissing rain over here in Austin. So uh, I, I want to ask you guys a polarizing question. Um, what was y'all's favorite?
5: Whoa. Oh, polar? Oh, oh uh, Cat from Hell, for sure.
3: Hmm.
1: What was the question?
3: What was y'all's favorite segment out of this?
1: Oh yeah, the Captain
4: Mel,
2: no doubt. <laughs> Are we all on the same page? It's not polarizing uh, at all, Dane. <laughs> now, um, I, I I can't remember what it's called, but the Gargoyles one. Yeah.
3: Lovers' oh, Lovers' yeah. yeah. Vow. That, that, that was mine too. That uh, was mine too.
2: Captain oh, Mel was fun. Don right, Chong, man. <laughs> I know <you're> wrong, <laughs>
3: I That's right, got to be
5: worth dude. something. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I just, for me. I just imagined, uh imagine uh, uh, William Hickey in a speedo, and I'm fucking horny as fuck. So I'm I'm down for. <laughs> there it is. There it is.
4: <laughs> balls. Lots of balls. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: <so laughs> I I enjoyed it. It was it, you know for like I said for anthologies, it was better than I was expecting. I had fun watching it, and of course, always fun fucking talking about it with you guys.
3: I, right, think, right. I think it's also hilarious that the biggest names in this flick are all in the first segment, and none of us chose that. All of us have that in third place.
1: Yeah, because it's kind right, of a right. weakest story. I mean, you know, it's one that's mm-hmm. been told for a long time in different variations. And so,
3: kind of nothing knows. To, coming. That, it,
1: that one felt the most, the most campy to me.
2: Yeah, definitely, right. dude. I think uh, Christian Slater just needed some Coke money. I
1: agree. <laughs> I could not agree more. He's like, oh, I, I'm just gonna go fucking I, I, rob it from somebody. Not,
5: I, you know, honestly, I'm not sure. I, I don't really know. I don't know where he's going. This is this is very early on. I'm not sure where Slater is going at this point. And I, even though I think Slater, I think Slater's really good in the episode, though. So, yeah, I love whoever said that was his best Jack
3: impression because that holy fuck, young Christian that Slater. Was, that was
1: me, but that's what that's what fucking Christian Slater is. It's
3: just complete, I didn't think you know? I never thought about that until well, you said you, it. I was like, you holy haven't fuck, watched. That
2: was
1: so
5: you haven't watched fucking what is it uh with Winona Ryder, uh are like in high school and they Oh it's, no, I
1: have Heathers. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. That's a great movie.
1: Yeah.
5: That, that's an ultimate I mean fucking Jack like is, Jack Nicholson shit right there. So.
1: Oh yeah. Like with the, and, you know, like it's it's the way he delivers his lines. He does the whole eyebrows kind of thing. Yeah. He a voice like this, you know, like it's there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities there.
5: <laughs> right, right.
1: But anyway, I, I still you know I had fun watching these. I'm like Jeremy. I love watching some shit sometimes, and there's a lot of shit in there. And just like you said, there's a lot of incredible effects.
4: Mm. So I
1: had a blast, man. I think everyone out there should go check it out. It's on what Paramount Plus, to be mm. YouTube, if you have access to any of those. Jeremy, right. you
5: said you watched it on PlayStation, right? Yeah, I read it on PlayStation. It's not it's not on Prime, which it was at one point, but it, I guess it got taken off. But I read it on PlayStation playstation network i it really off that so right. it looks great it, it, it's a great looking movie it, it's filmed really well the the core the uh cinematography is great and the, the whatever print that they use to bring it to high def it looks fantastic so it does uh, uh, dane maybe you want to if you can find this thing on high in hd it might change your mind yeah. it, it looks really good on it might have a bit more um but yeah, I, I did look on all the all the apps
2: at my disposal. But so if you're in Australia, hey, it's still um, still not, not a bad movie. And uh, the, it's a fun the movie. picture for for I think it might have been from the Betamax. But so for a VHS rip, it was um, pretty, still a pretty good picture. So and if course, you're in Australia listening uh, YouTube,
5: right? But if if you can get a Betamax I'll copy, for it that's a let let better copy know. than VHS. So
2: yeah, yeah. So it didn't have the tracking and that like last episode, but um
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'll have I'm happy to like you know support uh things support the arts, but and rent something. But if if they won't let me, I'll just watch it on YouTube. You know, fuck it. Oh yeah, I
5: feel you, man. No, No, if if I could have found it on the on YouTube, I would have watched on YouTube. So my whole week has been YouTube movies, so it's okay but um yeah i mean uh please if you can ch- get a chance to watch this thing uh uh what is it screen factory put this thing out in blu-ray and 4k uh a couple years ago so if you guys want to pick that up you can do that too um i should own this movie i don't i own the show on shitty dvd but the mm-hmm. movie is well worth owning it's a lot of fun goofy camp and you know that's kind of right up my bag so but um yeah anyways uh Dane, thanks for being on the show, man. I appreciate you very much. No worries, man. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, and, uh, we'll 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 see whatever else we're doing next week, and uh, hopefully we'll have Dean back again. We'll we'll see what happens. So, uh, you guys take care of each other out there. Don't be a piece of shit, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Now, and take it easy. The tale from the dark side.
0: Niggas. What the fuck, flow is all about? <laughs> it's about this. Anywhere from 48 and up. Straight. You feel me? Fifty 60 Hey, yo, I got to hear the beat so I can eat right. If I can't live, you can't live Ain't nothing sweet uh, Bitch ass uh, niggas think it's all about the society uh-huh. Week later, the niggas talking about yo ex Scott Thought he was my man, but he act like he ain't on me uh, I knew he had the joint, but I ain't uh, wanna make him show me uh, That nigga be buckin', stickin' cats up at fancy doing his dirt, then disappearin' like the fancy okay. Niggas can't stand him, but ask me if I can It's what? what I used to give a fuck about just ain't there uh, And ain't nothing fair I knew this for a long time, that's why with every wrong crime comes another strong rhyme. And that's more time under the belt, you felt what I had. And I shouldn't even done it, that's what made this shit sad. I'm doing bad, but if I got to feel it, you got to feel it. And if a nigga can't afford it.